Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, we got another episode today. I'm your host, Herbert. I have my father with me again. Uh, we're going to go over planning to the end. And this is out of the 48 Laws of Power. It's actually Law 29, and it is plan to the end. This is very important when it comes to dealing with business, with dealing with um, groups dealing with um, organizations, um, when you have a plan of attack to get something accomplished, you, you really have to plan it out. You really have to, to know what you're trying to do, um, not just the good of what you're trying to do, but also you need to know the bad of what you're trying to do. Uh, a lot of people try to plan just for the good stuff, they make all their projections. If everything works out great, I'm saying you also need to make projections where everything does not work. You need to have things set up in case things fall apart. You need an exit strategy. Uh, when when you really go into something, you need to plan it out completely. Um, you don't want to leave any holes. You don't want to leave any stones unturned, especially before you start moving. Um, you know, once you start moving, then you might have to adapt to the situations. But before you move, planning is very important. Um, the best way I was always told was you want to measure twice and cut once, meaning you really want to know what you're doing before you actually do it. That way you, you don't make a mistake. In the 48 Laws of Power, uh, this law, the story they they give for the law is about a Spanish sailor who uh, heard about land of gold. Um, my dad actually really liked this story. Uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about it? Yeah. Hey, uh, everybody. Um, well, uh, Balboa is uh, the main character in this story. And uh, uh, he uh, he was after uh, some gold, and uh, he was willing to go to any length to, to get it. So um, he had to um, uh, form an army and, and go across uh, South America and uh, get to the Andes and to the uh, uh, Pacific, I think the, the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And um, uh, 
and and each time he would try to do that, he realized he didn't bring enough men or he didn't bring enough uh, supplies and um, and he but he kept he kept trying until finally his time ran out not because of uh, the trip or or the trips he took but because of the uh, uh, political environment he was in. Uh, I think uh, Spain, um, Spain, they had sent a governor there and uh, things went bad for him politically. And um, he lost his head, literally, uh, because of um, uh, uh, he became a threat to the powers to be. But there, there are some lessons from his going to um, uh, trying to get get to the gold there from the Inca uh, uh, people, and 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 one the biggest uh, lesson that uh, is uh, taught there is not to plan with your heart, but to plan with your head. Um, Balboa had a, a strong desire, a, a big heart to to find that goal. He, he he uh, almost lost his life a few times, and he, he, a lot of men uh, lost their lives going on the expeditions with him. Um, um, I mean, he, he he gave it his all. Uh, but it's better not to plan with your heart, but to plan with your head. Uh, he could have done more research. He could have um, um, uh been more patient with it, maybe done smaller little trips to see how how uh, uh, much that would have taken and so on and so forth instead of trying to, you know, he just, each time went, just went full out trying to get there and um, and people died and by the time he got to his goal, he didn't have enough people there to, to fight the uh, Inca. So, um, but maybe if he took some other strategies and did some more research, talked to some more people, now he he was he was a explorer too too so he, you know he he was the first one there so really wasn't that much research that he could done the other the other thing um, that um, you, you you learn from that from the other ones they watched um, Bob because after his head was cut off they they went on their first trip and conquered the Incas and all. But what they did, they watched him and they heard the stories and they were doing their research. They were doing their planning. And mm-hmm. and when they went, they they knew exactly what it took. Um right. they didn't they didn't they didn't use their heart so much. They used their head. They they um uh, they used Balboa up uh, up until once they had enough information or him going on, on those trips enough, they knew what they had to do. Um and uh uh, and poor Balboa, um, uh, if he would have been a little bit more patient, and uh, sometimes the goal is not necessary to end. The, the the goal many times can be the the trip itself, and and that means you you and running your company or whatever. Just the day to day operation may be the the uh, end goal, becoming a billion dollar company. Uh, you may not want to focus on that at the beginning, but just focus on them small bites at a time. Day-to-day achievements uh, can get you to that in the long run, and also survive the uh, the the, uh, the journey.
Yes, no. Um, yeah, Babo made made a, a few mistakes. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, a few mistakes. Um, also, I think a, a huge mistake he made was he went halfway a couple of times. You should you should yeah. never go halfway, um, right. and then and then go back. Um, and this story shows uh, the pitfalls that others are watching you that you may not even know are watching what you're doing. Uh, trying to figure out their their way in. Um, yeah, I I I think Balboa. Um, he he he's an older story. I I like to equate this with going wrong, um, with the Iraqi War, because I I guess the age I was when it came when the war came, um, and the way I thought back then. I thought it was a good idea. Now, in hindsight, and and now knowing how certain things work, um, when you enter into any type of action, um, you were, you just said it. You don't have a goal, or you don't have what you want to have happen at the end of it. You can get into an action and get sucked into it, and and end up in problems that you weren't even thinking before. Um, so with the Iraqi war, we kind of went into that not really having a goal. Like we, we kind of had some vague goals, some goals we wanted to achieve along the way, but there really wasn't um, a clear plan, especially not an exit strategy out of the situation when we went in. And you can see now it's it's, it's still a, a topic of discussion. Um, ten ten years later, I, I don't know how many years um, later since since we we went into war in the Iraqi War, um, but we're, we're we're technically still there, and it's it's still chaos. Um, and a lot of people on the outside said that, and 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 I think I was one of those and. Uh, Mr. D, where you, you said this earlier, I was using my heart and not my head. Because if I had used my head, my head would have said, no, <laughs> you don't want to go and do that because that's going to suck you in for another 15, 20 years into something you don't even want to be a part of. Uh, so you, you definitely have to be um, careful of the actions you take because you need to be mindful of the direction it's taking you and what your end goal is. Because any type of uh, movement is going to move you somewhere, and sometimes it can take you off course, or sometimes it can take you directly where you need to go. Kind of how how you um, you have to guide it. One of the big parts in guiding which way you go which will really help you out is setting goals. Uh, goals are very important because they, they're kind of a, a beacon to to where you need to be at, kind of a, a lighthouse on a cliff to show you where you need to guide your craft at for safe landing. Uh, Mr. Dewberry, I, I know you, uh, when you started your business, you had a business plan and everything. Um, What's your advice on setting goals? Yeah, well, um, setting goals are, are, are crucial, very crucial. Um, 
I, I think for me, uh, as I look back, um, um, uh, I didn't have um, the best business plan. I had one. Uh, I took it to a small business uh, bureau and administration, SBA, Small Business Administration. They they thought it was fine. They gave me a couple of uh, pointers. Uh, um, to add to it or make changes to to my plan, but basically it was a pretty good plan as far as they were concerned. But I learned later on that uh, my plan that I had was nowhere near good enough or detailed or thorough enough for the success that I wanted. And 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 that I think that's the first thing that I should have done was to ask. Why am I doing what I'm going to be doing? Uh, we talked about it that before, but that that why question? Um, why are you doing what you're doing? For instance, if you if you're working in a company, all of a sudden you want to go into business, you need to you need to know why you're going into business. What, what is it to uh, uh, got you doing that? Now, if the answer is I need. I just need some income. I need a, a job replacement. Maybe going into business is not your best move because of, mm-hmm. many times you're gonna work a whole lot more harder owning a, a business than you would if you were an employee. Employee can once once that their eight hours are up or whatever, they can leave that and they don't have to worry about it anymore. But as a boss. Uh, you might put yourself in into the schedule as a worker for eight hours, but if somebody else don't show up for the next eight hours, you're the stucky. Um, one of the things <laughs> buying a franchise like Subway is that, uh, yeah, you go, you might make a lot of money, but you are going to be making subs most of your uh, yeah. business career because uh, until you got big, until you get big enough to have ma- uh, managers and all, but. Um, um, you got to know the why. It, 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 if that's what all you want, then that's then go ahead for it. But 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 whatever your business, I think for me, uh, I started a cleaning service, and my why I didn't know really why. It wasn't until down the road that I wanted to offer um, a, a service to people that was fair, competitive, uh, the best you know, not the cheapest pricing, but the most competitive pricing. I wanted to offer them the best service uh, um, that, that what we said we wanted to do was going to be done. They didn't have to worry about that. And I wanted to provide my workers with the best uh, pay, uh, uniforms, uh, 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 benefit packages. So those three things, uh, I, I, it had to be clean. Whatever I wanted to do in business, those are the things I wanted to achieve. Good good uh, uh, service, uh, good um uh, customer relations, uh, where the people really had a lot of trust for me, that they could trust me, and then, true, my employees were well taken care of. I did not have that in my mind when I first started the business. And if I would have had that, I would have built the business around, the planning would have been around, more around uh, how I'm going to give that good quality service. Uh, when I first started, I used any kind of vacuum cleaners. But once I started using that, why? No, I needed to have a vacuum cleaner that was going to be uh, 
uh, house friendly. So when I brought it into a customer house, I wasn't bringing in a whole bunch of germs from a whole bunch of other houses and all that. Customers probably wasn't thinking about it. They may not have cared, but my why was that my company was going to be take take care of you. You wouldn't have to worry about getting allergies or anything like that. So we would change our bags on a daily basis. Um, we would uh, use clean rags. We did everything so that we were not taking into that home any anything dirty. My employees, I try to make sure they got paid more than any other um, employees, uh, uh, Mary Maid or whoever else was around there. I try to make sure they at least got that. I try to do a little bit better, at least fifty to a dollar more, uh, um, uh, so they know that uh, I appreciated them. I try to do some training. Uh, that's all for them, so they feel better about that. All that helped helped me as a, uh, with my business. Hello? But uh, you still there? Yeah, you went out for a second, but you're back. Okay, so. Um, 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 that 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 first part, the why. Then after that, um, um, you, you, then you can start once that once you got that why. Then you know the, the the area or areas that you want to focus on that drive your company. Um, when you think about the big companies like Apple, you ask Apple why they're in business. They're not going to tell you or would have told you back then to make computers. Uh, Steve Jobs wouldn't have said that. Um, they're not going to tell you now. It's to make um, uh, iPhones or all that. They're going to tell you we want to take take any technology to the to the common man so that they can have a better life and do more things and make themselves free so they can be thinkers and things like that. When you look at their commercials, that's what they 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 do show their products sometimes. But I remember um, um, when they used to show Einstein and. And all these different thinkers and all, uh, what they were trying to say was, uh, be free to think think the way you want to think. So so that's their their vision. Their why is, is pretty much bringing things to to the market that helps consumers to to have the best and also be free to do the things that they want to do. Listen to the music that they want to listen to. Um, to do whatever they want to do on on a simple device or devices. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. Go ahead. And, and I didn't mean to cut you off. Okay, no problem. And then, and then so, um, and then the business planning. I, I would also say, when you do your uh, business plan or do business planning, uh, I found it was good for me to go with a six month plan. Now I have my overall plan, and I break it down to six months. That was called my, my strategic plan. In other words, during that six months, I come up with a strategic plan, how I'm going to reach those goals, how I'm going to reach the numbers I want. If I want to grow by 30% that during that six months, in those six months, I, I, figure, I, I figure out how I'm going to get to that. If I wanted to uh, implement a, tr a training program on a monthly basis, or how I'm going to make sure that I'm I'm actually doing that. Have I have I uh, uh, told the workers about it? The dates are going to be so on and so forth. Um, that's six months. I those six, that six months plan does not change in that six months. Uh -huh. uh, you you should you should stick to it. Uh, um, that's kind of with Balboa. That'd be like your short trip. Instead of giving like a five ten year plan, you you need to do uh -huh. that when you write your business plan. But I'm talking about once you got it all written, there's still some planning to be done. 
got six months to be your teacher. Right. And you say, during this six months, we're not changing from this. So you can see. Now, within that six months, there should be two quarters in there. At each quarter in there, you look at that strategic plan and see uh, whether it's working or not. Now, if it's not working, you got to first ask yourself, are we doing what we say we'd do in a strategic plan? In other words, if we said we were going to go out and pass out a thousand flyers in 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 the uh, in the uh, business area um, on a monthly basis, so after three months you come to it and you say, "Well, it ain't working." All right, we should have passed out three thousand flyers, but we only passed out uh, um, two hundred. Okay, yeah. no, you can read not working because you're not working the yeah. plan. So right. those no. quarterly things, yeah. So that quarterly thing, that first quarterly one, that's that's where you check to make sure you're doing the strategic plan. Most likely you're not because it's new to to your company, uh, it's a new right. goal and stuff like that. That's your check. That's what you're checking for. Are we doing? And, and again, that strategic plan should have uh, um, objectives. You know where you can easy where you can check them, and 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 then at that quarterly, that's the only thing you're not changing the strategic strategic plan. You're only looking at the whether you're following it at that court. Now, once you get to six months, if it's not working, you probably need to look at, uh, revise that strategic plan. Uh, and you should always do a, a, a six months one. If it worked last time, you don't need to change much, but you should change it to, to do better. And maybe, maybe by one, even by 1%, whatever, you know, uh, tweak yeah. it so it can even be even better than it was last time. Yes, last year I did... Uh... <laughs> marketing campaign and uh, I'm not going to name the company I I uh, did the campaign with but yeah I went into it and hated it <laughs> hated it after the first month uh, mm-hmm. would be calling you know people I talked to about business just you know just complaining and complaining you know but at the end of the conversations we'd always say you know 30 days is enough time 60 days is enough time. 90 days is not enough time to really gauge um, business activities, especially when it comes to marketing. You know, like you're saying on on a on a six month scale, you really have to go to that six through that six months, stay on market as, as much as you can, then get to that six month and and we'll fully review. You know, before you change action. I think a lot of people change action too fast when they should have just stayed course, stayed going, stay, stay, you know, um, with their head down towards the goal. I think sometimes people give up when they get caught, when they get bogged down. Kind of back to that story, Baboa, he kept crossing that force. Every time he crossed the jungle, he just get bogged down and then have to come back. Whereas sometimes um, right at that threshold, that's that threshold you got to kick through to, to get to the other side because a lot of people are stopping right there. Um, and a lot of times there's opportunity in front of you because a lot of others in your industry may not have thought it through that far either. Um, right. It brings up a, 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 another important thing. Um with the business planning, it's it's being organized, being detailed, 
um, knowing which each move is setting up. Uh, you, you, you really have to keep track of certain things. And, and I'm not even talking about um, money, but even, but even um, just little things you need to keep track of as, as goals, you know, so you know, like you were saying with the flyers, you know how many flyers you passed out so you can see over the time how many customers got. You know, you can see, you can, you know, because after six months, you can see where you didn't pass out the amount of flyers and maybe didn't get the amount of customers, or you can see where you, you passed out, two, you know, more flyers than you should have and still didn't get any customers, or maybe you did get customers. You can see that over a six-month period, which is um, a real, a, a, a Good amount of time to to like you said for strategic planning, um, on on strategies and marketing and also training programs and and things of that sort. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, again, um, now being detailed and organized, you know, a, a lot of people say they try to do that. A lot of people have different graphs and different charts. What were some of the things you used to look for in, in your business, some of the, the smaller things um, that were kind of unique to your business that you kind of kept track of? Yeah, for me, it was the bottom line, the bottom line. Um, when I was in college, when I got uh, got my business degree, um, I – I I couldn't stand accounting. Uh, I <laughs> I couldn't wait to finally get through accounting, and uh, it showed. I, I I got D's in both quarters, and I used to tell my professor, I said, I'm not going to be an accountant. I'm going to be a business owner. I I I'm going to have an accountant to do all that for me. Well, uh, I found that that detail to, to to my plan was based on the bottom line. Um, the bottom line drove 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 the company for me all the goals were financial goals because it was a it was a business the money was the bottom line so uh every every day but definitely uh, uh, every month i was looking at those numbers and i already had set goals where those numbers supposed to be they were real real goals i mean uh, it wasn't something like you no know, with my heart or anything. They weren't pie in the sky. They were they were based on, uh, on what I knew, and I knew uh, if we didn't hit those numbers, I know why we didn't hit them. Um, it, so it might be that um, I, I thought I can buy my supplies at a certain amount of money. Uh, it could be that the, the price went up. The supplier that I have had raised their prices or whatever. Well, I look at that number, I, I'm going to start looking for other suppliers or go to them and say, hey, look, I can't do this. You hurt me, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what a business person has to do. you got to take care of that bottom line. If you just keep them, them raise uh, uh, their price, well, I just raise mine. But sometimes you raise your prices and people say, I'm going to move on because you got competitors competitors out there that's going to go ahead and, 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 and do, sell the product or service at a lower thing. So, uh, that that bottom line drove things for me uh, with the employees. Like I said, I try to pay them well. To pay them well, maybe sometimes I did have to lay off. I have to say, hey, um, I want to keep my good ones and all that. They're gonna pay, be paid well. 
Um, but others, others, I, I can't keep you on board right now. Uh, and that didn't mean necessarily that mean that the business was dying, but that I had too many employees at that time, made a mistake in hiring too many or something like that. Again, the bottom line kept me on track with certain things. Uh, with our one that talked about vacuum cleaners and, and things like that, if I had to buy equipment, I already had in my budget how much I wanted to spend on it. If I saw I couldn't pay for it, when I went back to that six-month strategic meeting uh, planning, I said, well, I need to plan, plan more for, I need more money for the right equipment. I got to cut someplace here, or I got to have a, a more aggressive marketing plan. I need to grow faster because I got to have this equipment by a certain point in time for me to go to the next stage in my, in my business. So the bottom line was was uh, where the details came down to me, and uh, it really helped me along. Yeah, uh, um, I, I definitely, um, and I, I know you're you're saying this for for them and and for the audience to know uh, what he's explaining. I, I lived a lot of this through with him, and um, you know, so in my business, I, I I've been very. Uh, careful about certain details and having certain goals being, I, I think something we haven't brought up, but we, we have said, uh, you have to have patience uh, with planning. I think a lot of times people ditch their plan because it, does, it doesn't start out the way they want it to. Um, I think once you put a plan together, you really need to follow it through until the plan is over with. And then after that, decide on whether it was a good plan or not. Um, instead of throwing the plan out halfway through, you know, the second half could have been the good half. Uh, you, you never know when in business or in, in even adventures, um, there's tons of stories of people that went halfway. There's tons of stories of people that were only supplied themselves to go halfway uh, where they didn't capture the goal and someone just came right behind them and took it to the end because they knew what they needed to do. They knew where they wanted to get to. They knew what they had to do to get there. Uh, I think that's, that's very vital for any small business coach, um, any organization um, with with knowing what your plan is. Right. So right. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I was saying you're right. You're right. Yeah, with with that said, that's going to bring us to the end of another episode. Um, people said they really liked me and my dad, so I had to bring them back on here. <laughs> We're going to have some more episodes for you guys. Uh, so stay tuned. Till then. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.